This is who I am I've been born again The cross is my defense My hope secure Now my life is in your hand On your every word I stand Lord, I'm finding who I am In all you know who I am in Christ. I am righteous, I'm more than a conqueror, and I am alive in Christ. I could go on and on because my identity is in Christ. And because I have my identity in Him, I know there are also many things which I possess. Romans 8, 38-39 tells me I have His forever love. It says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I've always loved this verse. It just rings of hope and belonging and security. It makes me feel secure in a world that often feels very insecure. Not many things will last forever. In fact, hardly anything that we now possess in this world is going to last forever. But Romans 8, 38-39 makes it very clear that believers have the love of God and that they are secure in His love forever and ever and ever. That is something to be very glad about. That's something to shout about, to say hallelujah, praise God about. Romans 8, 38-39 speaks very clearly, so I'm just going to let it speak for itself this week, and we'll listen in to the wonderful truth that it reveals. First it says, For I am convinced. Paul was convinced. As this verse speaks, we need to ask ourselves if we're convinced. What does it mean to be convinced? Being convinced is that knowing that you know that you know. You are certain beyond any doubt. Paul was so convinced of the love of God. You know, I want to be in that place of being convinced too, where nothing can sway me differently. And I imagine that's where you want to be too. And I believe this verse can help us to get there. So Paul says, For I am convinced that neither, and he begins a long list of things that cannot separate us from the love of God. He begins with death. I like how Paul begins with what most perceive to be our biggest enemy while we're here on the earth. Death. Sure, death of the body may come. It will come if Jesus doesn't come back first. But Paul makes it clear that it won't damage the way God loves us one bit. Death cannot separate us from God's love. So then Paul swings to the opposite extreme. If death can't separate us from God's love, well then what about life? You know, once we've come to Jesus, our life is going to be a walk with the Holy Spirit, and He will certainly walk us through the sanctification process. But for as many days as we are alive on this earth, that battle with sin will still continue. Sin will still present itself to us on a daily basis. What we must realize is that our salvation is secure in the love of Christ. Our life, whether lived in the fruit of righteousness or struggling with sin, will not change the way that God loves us. As believers, once we come into life with Christ, our life can't separate us from the love of God. I love the song by Rich Mullins called Step by Step. 
Some of the lyrics say, And on this road to righteousness, sometimes the climb can be so steep. I may falter in my steps, but never beyond your reach. See, as we live life, we're going to falter in our steps sometimes. And the way may seem very, very steep, but we're never beyond the reach of God's love. How great it is to be convinced of that as we live this life. How it sets the soul free, neither death nor life. The list continues. Next, he moves into the spiritual realm. If physical death and life can't detach us from God's love, well then what about the spiritual realm? What about angels? Do they have any authority to remove the love of God from us? Not according to God's word, and I'm not sure why they would want to anyway. But they're certainly listed here as powerless if they ever tried. And what about principalities? As we read this word, principalities, let's think demons. See, just as the phrase neither death nor life focuses on opposites, so here as well, neither angels nor principalities is focusing on the opposite extremes as well. See, whereas angels serve Jehovah God, our God, These principalities that Paul mentions, well, they're the high-ranking leaders in the host of Satan's demons. So do they have the power to separate us from God's love? Apparently not, and aren't we glad they don't? Because they sure try. Sure, they may frustrate us, tempt us, cause us a whole lot of trouble, but they cannot separate us from God's love. Remember, in Christ, we have it forever. Paul moves from the spiritual realm now back to the world as we know it. What about things present? Many of us have some really trying things going on right now in our lives, in the present. We may feel like God's love has been ripped away from us, but according to the truth of God's word, we need to understand that our feelings don't always tell the truth. Our feelings can be very fickle, and they can lead us down a road of lies. God's word is truth, and it tells us that the things that are going on in our lives in the present, right now, whatever they are, no matter how hard they are, how much of a trial they are, they do not have the power to separate us from the love of God in our lives. Well, if things present can't affect God's love for us, well, what about things that are in the future, those things to come? How many of us know that those things that may come have the power to worry us silly? Well, they shouldn't because remember, we also have the peace of God. We memorized a verse about that. And that peace of God will surpass all understanding. It's a gift from Jesus to us. But even still, many times the things that may come worry us. But even though the things to come can bring many worries and we we falter in that worrying, They're not able to ever separate us from God's love. This is a pretty extensive list, and it isn't even finished yet. You know that because you're memorizing it. After listing three sets of opposites, and by the way, that's a great pattern for memorizing three sets of opposites, death and life, angels and principalities, things present and things to come. Now Paul says, nor powers. It makes me wonder what he's talking about, as he's already mentioned the power of demons. But as I consider this more, I realize that, you know, many powers exist. The power of fear, the power of manipulation, the power of discouragement, the power of others who desire to harm, 
The power of hurt, the power of disappointment, the power of depression, the power of strife, the power of hopelessness, the power of hate, the power of evil. We could go on and on and on. We all know that anything which takes powerful control in our lives can seem to steal all that is good right out from under us. But Paul is very clear here. It cannot steal God's love from us. Anything that is a power that I have listed here or anything else we have yet to mention might rip everything else away in our lives, but it is not capable of separating us from God's love. Isn't that a good word? You know, we would think that this would about cover it, but Paul still continues, listing one more pair of opposites. And notice that pattern. Three sets of opposites, then he says, nor powers, and now one more set of opposites. As you're memorizing, that's a helpful pattern. Paul says, nor height, nor depth. I wonder what he means. As I think about the height, you know, I think about how sometimes we can just get so high on life here, you know. You know, when things are going so well, when we're on the mountaintop of success in our work, or maybe on the mountaintop in a relationship, or in our finances, or position, or our possessions, maybe we've just bought a new house, or whatever. You know, we can get so caught up in that mountaintop, in, in ourselves, and, and even at those times, sometimes we can think we don't need God. But you know what? Even in that moment, God's love is not going to change. We might change for a little while, but God's love will be steadfast. But see, in the same way, when life deals us its blows and sends us spiraling downward, we can easily feel like God's love could never reach us in that pit. That's why I love the scriptures throughout God's word that tell us about how far God can reach down. I think of Isaiah 59.1 that tells us that God's arm is not so short that it cannot reach down into any pit and get us out. His love will reach to the depths of our sin that plunge us in the pit. And also, His love will reach into the depths of hurt that perhaps others are creating for us. It will reach into any depth and beyond. Nothing can separate us from His love, nor height, nor depth. How Amazing is that? See, in fact, that's how Paul concludes by saying, nor any other created thing. See, nothing can separate us from his love. He says, nor any other created thing will be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. See, he started out with a list, but he wanted to be all-inclusive and cover it all. And I think he realized he'd be listing forever. So he just goes on and says, nor any other created thing. See, surely someone would have had something else to bring up that Paul had not covered in his list. So he just finished it all by sweeping it all with this statement. There is nothing, 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 nothing in the heavens, nothing on the earth that can separate us from God's love. As believers, we possess, we have his forever love. Oh, how this passage ministers to the soul. Oh, how good it is for us to memorize this and hide it in our hearts for all of these different times that are in this list that he mentioned throughout this passage. This week, I pray that it ministers to you. I'm praying it leads you to the place of being convinced. You know, each week as we begin each verse that we're memorizing, I wonder about all of us who are participating I wonder how the Lord is going to use his truth that week in a powerful and active way. I pray that he will, and I know that he does. 
I know that these words from Romans 8, 38 through 39 are reaching deep into me this week. They're healing some hurt, they're building security, and they're holding me tight. In Christ, we have His forever love. I am convinced that nothing can take it away from us. This is who I am. I've been born again. The cross is my defense, my hope secure. Now my life is in your hand On your every word I stand Lord, I'm finding who I am